0: You, want, you know, want to know what's, what's wonderful? They're making two sequels to ex- Escape Plan.
1: Are they? Really? Cool.
2: You know who's wow. going to be in both
0: of them? Dave Bautista.
1: Oh, I <laughs> totally see that. Uh,
0: why two? I don't know.
3: Schwarzenegger and Seagal can see the light at the end of the tunnel, and they're just trying to get as much as they can.
0: Stallone. All oh,
3: oh, right, Stallone. So, Seagal's <laughs> already
0: seen the end.
2: Schwarzenegger's
0: yeah. not even in, the, in oh, two. Oh, he's not?
2: No. Did anybody see Maggie? No. No, no not okay. yet. Oh, that's... That's Maybe. a good what's that? Is that a horror it's movie? Kind of. It's uh it's a zombie movie kind of, but it's long after the zombie zombie apocalypse and it's just kind of something they have to live with. And his daughter basically gets infected and it's sort of him trying to deal with her death, even though she's still alive. And it's actually a really good performance by Schwarzenegger. Like it's oh, a dramatic okay. I'll send you to the recording muscly... of
4: this same conversation you had. Oh, really? A few weeks ago, yeah. Uh, about Maggie? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Huh? Yeah, you tell us about <laughs> it every week, Steve. We all just pretend like
3: we've
2: yeah. never. No, seen No, no, no. But
4: the fun part is Kevin doesn't remember, so. I totally go like,
2: to yeah. <laughs> Oh, gonna be old, have Alzheimer's, and like just over and over. Maggie. Maggie. It's Fifteen like, minute loop. Like, have a conversation <laughs> with <himself. laughs> <laughs> oh fuck!
5: Wow, <laughs> really I remember you really—I remember saying that. about that. Oh. But I don't think it was recently Like at least I don't think I don't remember it recently.
1: Well, but... no, I think Tom would—he uh, no, listens it to lot like more than yeah, so he wants to. So, to be fair, have you seen
0: Maggie?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Oh. All right, remind me next month not to <laughs> fall into your trap again. Oh, yeah, I so it was good. Moving on. I think you've forgotten to remember it. Like, you've forgotten
3: to,
6: and all you can do is
1: like. This feels like a Star Trek episode. I need to do something next time to remind myself that I don't exactly. forget. Yeah. Next podcast, you have a little thing on your finger. Yeah. Why
6: the hell do
5: I have <laughs> Well, anyways, I'll get that on the podcast at some point. Oh, you've gotten it on
2: there. <laughs> Several times. <laughs> that would make it worse. <laughs>
1: We've already done it on the
5: podcast. Oh, we uh, <laughs> watched it four years ago. What are you talking? Oh fuck. <laughs>
0: Welcome to Buried Cinema, where we discuss new and lesser-known films in detail, so there will be spoilers. I'm Brian. I'm Tom. I'm Nate. I'm Kevin. I'm Patrick. I'm Steve. Wow. Nailed it. Booyah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what we get for having the barn go last. We get it right. <laughs> <laughs> I've been saying that for years, that's where the problem is. So this month is our WTF month. And I decided to pick a movie I almost picked for apparently not our favorite movies, but the best movie we've ever watched podcast, Steve. (laughs) Uh,
1: um, Really?
0: Yeah, I love this movie. Okay, I I absolutely adore this movie. I chose Kung Pao Enter the Fist. And to pair with that, uh, we also have the last remake of Beau Jest and Zebra Man. Yeah, because you had a
4: very specific theme. Spoofs.
0: WTF spoofs. <laughs> yeah, making it a challenge, all right? We did
4: not watch The Savage Killers. Well, Nate did. Yes, we, I did. I did my job.
3: Except I didn't watch the movie I picked. My bad. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> and you didn't tell us so, that Savage Killers was free on YouTube. Guys,
3: you have <laughs> the entire internet at your fingertips, and you couldn't go to YouTube once and just, you know, see what happens.
1: It's I got in trouble last movies. time I did that. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> and having discovered it, you decided not to share with the rest of the class.
0: You didn't say when he discovered it. He could have found it yesterday. I did find it yesterday.
4: <laughs> 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 we if only only had like some form of like uh, instantaneous communication or uh... telegraph.
0: Yeah. So anyway, under my movie. Written, directed, and starring Steve Odekirk. Uh, kung Pao Enter the Fist is a man who green screened himself on top of a kung fu movie from the seventies <laughs> and makes silly sound effects and uh, and funny voices throughout the entire thing. Um, as he
3: completely redubbed it, yeah.
0: As he completely redubs it. Anyway, uh, let's Kevin. Let's go. <laughs> All right, let's
3: go. <laughs> Are you asking him on a date? Yeah. Or... I no, I. Uh... Depends on his
1: answer. I don't automatically <laughs> dislike movies like this um, because I, I've seen ones I would put in, a, in the same conversation, same style. Uh, I don't know. I guess it's a genre. So I, I, I wasn't rooting against it uh, from the start. There were parts of this that were funny, but overall it, it wasn't that enjoyable for me. It was creative it, just doing this. Like he said, green screening himself over an entire movie and dubbing it. I didn't look at the credits. Did he have other people do some of the voices, or did he also do all it's the all voices? him.
0: He did all the voices him. except for the one-breasted woman. <laughs> yeah. She did her own
2: voice.
1: Oh, man. I got to give it to him because he's, he's creative, but I didn't enjoy the movie.
2: This movie probably cost about $5 yeah. to make, right? Th- this begs the
1: question, yeah. and I think I asked this when Ten I started million watching dollars. this. $10 million. No.
3: Yeah. Yeah. The green screen—you gotta remember back, back at this time. I say in what time? Early two thousands. Nowadays, it would
5: cost ten bucks.
3: Early two thousand. Yeah, the green screen is is re- is actually rather impressive. He's got okay. a lot of full CGI animated characters. Yeah.
1: Who invests money in this? <laughs> I mean, seriously, you know, twentieth century you, Fox. You go, uh,
2: why? Yeah. It, the people who I'd saw I'd be surprised worse. if they didn't make their money back. I'm sure they. Yeah, made this
3: money made back, money. Yeah. Are this wow. made their Absolutely. money. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, ten million, easy.
2: All right. So yeah, this, you, you released yeah. that majorly, you're gonna make that back. Just... Plus DVD sales and everything else. Yeah. You make
1: that no, I, I it wasn't enjoyable, but I, I think it's just something that uh, it's a style <laughs> that I don't like. So yeah, I'm uh, I'm gonna give it a D. It wasn't the worst of the month, but it was pretty close.
0: I am perfectly fine with that. I have no problems. Okay. I understand this is nobody's cup of tea, but mine. I feel like <laughs> so. <laughs> Uh, Steve, go ahead.
2: Well, in some ways, I'm with Kevin. I, I, you know, I don't really like the Austin Powers movies. See, I love Austin Powers. I, I just don't like that. I don't like the silly humor. It's just not something that makes me. I don't think me... I would have
5: compared this movie with Austin. No, 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 but it's like, the same kind same... of
2: silly, silliness, right? Mm-hmm. That, that's not my first choice when it comes to
3: comedy. I don't think so. I think this is so much more absurd. Yeah. Oh, I agree. It's so more absurd, more but it's,
2: I'd put it in the same genres. But, in, in that it's yeah. a parody film. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and it goes for kind of the the pratfalls, the kind of goofy, you know, stuff. Not that I prefer highbrow humor. I like dick and fart oh. jokes as much as right. anybody. But um, this just isn't like like you. I'm know, yeah. not. This isn't my favorite kind of comedy. However, I really wish I had watched this last. I watched it first. Right. And I was kind of expecting more from the movies we watched this month, and this was definitely the best of. Yeah. everything we watched
0: by far No, that's not true and diminishing returns is that what you're saying yeah, yeah if i watched
2: this last i probably enjoyed it quite a bit more yeah uh there was there was funny stuff i even kind of laughed at the baby kicking the guy's ass at the beginning and i it was i mean it's silly but it, it was a little funny right um, brilliant the ca- cgi <laughs> <laughs> the whole cow fight goofy more brilliant but again CGI. you know i for what for the what this was, game. basically <laughs> one was guy's stunning. passion project. I, I can appreciate the work he put into this. I appreciated the technical aspects of this. Not because they were particularly great, but they were they were impressive for basically one guy running the whole thing. And the way he put this together. So I'm actually gonna give it a C. This is a movie that I if I accidentally started watching it again, I probably wouldn't turn it off. <laughs>
5: <laughs> a glowing
2: indoors like, like, if, if I happen to go into
3: somebody's house and it happens to be on I'm not I going to
0: scream. turn it off
6: in their house yeah, they,
0: when, they, when they do the 4k DVD for this that's going on the box yeah <laughs> alright Tom
4: all three of these movies that we're talking about today are they're all kind of in the same ballpark for me This is the second time I've seen Kong Pao. I saw it probably not long after it first came out. There was a small contingent of people that I knew who were pretty big fans of it. I definitely appreciated it more this time watching it, I think, because I'm a little more familiar with what it was parodying. A lot of the scenes in this film are really pretty brilliant. Yeah. But then at the same time, you have like the fight with the cow, which is just awful.
2: Just awful. Oh, it was fun. (laughs) Not good. No, but, uh, it
4: was like I mean it was that was that was like pretty bad CGI even in two thousand two. And I know it's low budget, but uh if it had stuck more with strangely, like if it had been more stuck with the more obscure stuff it was doing, I think it would have been a lot funnier. It probably wouldn't have been as successful. But so what you're saying
3: is it should have done what Bo Guest did and just had like a like the stuffed bulldog. It should have just done a stuffed cow.
4: No, I'm saying you yeah. don't need a cow in your movie, is what I'm saying.
1: The cows were trendy right in 2002. Comes, yeah.
4: but this is uh, Steve Odekirk, and he's he's has a bizarre fascination with cow udders. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we noticed. He uh... yeah. I look through his filmography; it's it's pretty unnerving. His weird animal humor stuff. Yeah, so it's kind of like you know, certain scenes are really brilliant. Certain scenes are painfully bad. I'm I'm kind of in the same boat as Steve. I'm going to give it a C.
5: Okay, Patrick. Um, I'm going to give it a D. No, I mean, most of it, I'm I'm very much along the lines, that, as Kevin said. I mean, I've seen, I, I knew Otakirk from, like, I've seen Thumb Wars and the Blair Thumb Project. And all I mean, <laughs> oh, you haven't seen? Oh, okay, yeah. So I did him. Oh, yeah, no, I sort of I knew I was those for a reason. getting into when I saw it. And those were okay because they were 20 minutes long. So this was the same, you know, I could appreciate, I can definitely appreciate how much work you put into it. Yeah. But after 10 minutes, I was like, okay, I'm done. You know, I, I was just, there were, there were still some good gags. There were still some good jokes, but man, I, I was done 10 minutes into the movie, but not 10 minutes
2: into UHF. huh? That's a classic. That is
5: a brilliant movie. Okay. Don't try to get me going.
0: All right,
3: Nate. Um, I think this has actually gone down with, I, I, this might be the third time I've seen this. I used to really like it. And then oddly enough, it went down when I, after I watched the savage killers, maybe a slightly odd reason. Um, I, I agree with what everybody said. There's some really brilliant moments. There's some moments when it goes on too long. And then after watching The Savage Killers, the way that he edited Kung Pao, oddly enough, makes The Savage Killers look more inept than it actually is, mm. which was which was kind of annoying. Like, you, you seem when you're watching this, you think that, like, The Savage Killers has, like, dubbing problems, or the scene that's kind of most egregious is the weird scene in Kung Pao where they have the... He says, "I'm a magician. Your shirt is now black. Your shirt is yeah. now red." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so, but Funny. and so you you would figure that that's that that's like in the Savage Killers, right? But he mm-hmm. just took two scenes and cut them together uh, that are completely separate. Oh. Ones at the beginning, ones at the end of the movie, and so it's kind of like he's not picking out this interesting moment where he's actually laughing. He cut the movie to make more jokes, like to make so it's it's not commentary make more anymore. It's just yeah, it's just yeah. him. I'm sure, I mean, that that happens in movies sometimes, but it wasn't this one that he cut over it. I actually do think it's it's somewhat an impressive technical feat how he manages, does manage to green screen himself in. Yeah, the green
4: screen's good, but like the straight CGI stuff is not. Is not,
3: yeah. yeah. And so that's kind of impressive and how he works with that. I love the weird loser guy with the squeaky feet. Like that, <laughs> this little like, ducky. I laugh so hard every time. That is one joke that keeps coming back. Maybe because it's like off screen and it's just so well-timed with his...
6: We
4: <laughs>
3: it's so demoralizing for that poor guy. Um and some some of the other stuff, like the scene with the girl taking her clothes off, that's that's not in the Savage Killers. Oh, really? um taken on and off again and again. And so th- there's a few other small things where I was like, Okay, he's he's playing a lot more fast and loose than I thought when I was a, when I originally watched this. I still think it's a funny movie and yeah, there's weird stuff where it goes on way too long. There's you know, but it, it's kinda like watching an SNL episode where there's bad sketches and there's really good sketches. That's really what it feels like to me. And so I, I give it a C. All
0: right. Well, I, I'll let you guys know I'm not going to give this an A, because it's not an A movie at all. Uh, as much as I love it, it's it just, it just brings me back to, you know, sophomore year of high school when I watched it. So I, I, I don't know. I, I enjoy it. I have problems with it, but most of my goods of this movie way outweigh the bads. Uh, I'm going to give it a B. Like you guys said, there's jokes that run on too long. CGI that is not great. But honestly, I laugh every time I watch it. The tiny net. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's, the tiny that was net. funny.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that was cracking up. That. Yeah, that's
4: funny. Yeah. Um, it, but like Nate said, it goes on a little too long. And also, the bit immediately preceding that was taken almost right from Monty Python and the Holy Grail.
3: Yes. Where the... he's running toward the camera. Oh, And then yeah. he runs
4: towards the camera again. Yeah. Yeah. That's just what makes it a Nick's bag, because that net thing is, is is very funny.
0: All right. I'm pretty sure everyone said it, everything they want to say about this movie. What the, what's the damage? All right.
3: So with um three C's, two D's, and a B, Kung Pao into the fist gets a C minus, which is a Robin from Batman Robin.
2: It's there.
0: It's the worst of all the Robins. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so let's add uh, Kung Pao to our flick chart.
1: Kung Pao. <laughs>
0: Ender the Fist or Three Kings. Going to introduce what FlickChart is? No, I will. (laughs) (laughs) No. So FlickChart is a website where you rank movies against each other to make a list of your favorite movies. On our podcast, we have done a total of 555 movies up to this point. Kong Kong will be 556.
2: And Patrick has seen every single one of those movies. Oh, yes. Seven of them.
0: Kung Pao, so the first pairing up is uh Kung Pao enter the fist or three kings. Three
5: kings. Three kings. Three kings. Oh, three yes, kings. Totally.
0: Yeah. That's easy. Ooh. Kung Pao enter the oh, fist. Oh you just got a one up. up. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Nate
4: Nate's laughing because he knows why that happened. Yeah. Kung Pao I was text, en- I was texting Nate my pick and so he could think about what to while uh. I and forgot to silence my phone.
0: Kung Pao enter the fist or straight out of Compton. Straight out of Compton.
5: I didn't see it.
2: I can't vote. Straight out of Compton.
3: I'm gonna go I guess straight out of Compton.
4: Well
2: I I can go Kung Pao then without problem. Straight out of Compton's a good movie. It just has some like ethical flaws. Yeah, and
4: ethical flaws are big flaws for me.
2: Yeah.
1: It's still a well.
2: They're not big flaws for Steve. Nah yeah. ethics.
1: He's morally flexible. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Kung Pao Enter the Fist or Vampire Hunter D. Now Kung let's cow. see if Steve has any moral f- problems with
2: that movie. <laughs> oh, Vampire Hunter D. All the way. Can't vote.
1: <laughs> Kung Pao. Yeah, I'm going to go Kung Pao. I'm getting hungry. Is anybody else? <laughs> <laughs> Order Chinese. Seriously? Thing? I mean, no, it yeah. took that long for somebody to send it? Yeah. All right. well, I, had Chinese earlier,
0: so. I think it's I good. It's literally, literally waited that
1: started. long
3: for the joke. <laughs>
0: Yeah, eating Chinese right before the podcast. We didn't leave. The was, you know, I think that's a little classy on us. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. Nobody made
1: the. We're well, not that shallow.
2: Ten minutes after watching this movie, you want to watch another movie? We <laughs> made that joke because we have restraint. Exactly. Thank
1: God, we have taste yeah. and class. As class as Nate said.
2: Kung
0: Pao under the fist, or the only movie in existence that starring Cruz Diaz. <laughs> <laughs> night and day. Uh,
5: night Kao. and day. Yeah,
3: night and day.
0: Kung pao. I'm going kung pao. Was that three night and days or just two for, for right now? I
2: said, I said night, I night and day.
0: And Kevin. No, I said kung pao. Sorry, I went night and day. You took kung pao, Kevin. <laughs> yes, okay. yes, I did.
4: What
1: well, he chose 30 seconds ago. <laughs>
4: <laughs> hmm. All
3: right, guys, it's time to take the whiskey.
0: I am
1: not drinking whiskey. No, he's drinking Southern Tier IPA.
0: Kung Pao Enter the Fist or another movie that I picked The Horse Whisperer
1: Kung Pao <laughs> uh,
0: I agree
3: The Horse Whisperer Yeah. it's
5: the, a better
2: movie The Horse Whisperer but which one would I watch again no. yeah <laughs> that's what that's, I me can't, like, I, I, it's not the, the biggest same answer thing to the horse Whisperer, is it a, a better
1: movie, movie?
4: Well, really think about it is it a better movie I don't know yes Yeah. Yes. Yes.
1: Uh, why objectively
3: because it doesn't have because of a Robert cow's butters being nibbled on.
2: Well that
1: too. The horse whisper is is I, I didn't enjoy it at all. If I had to rewatch either movie, I'd rewatch Kung Pao. But the Horse Whisperer, I can't say this for certain, but just from what I can remember, it launched every whispering animal person after
5: it. <laughs> oh yeah. It probably shouldn't.
1: Have. And it it was better crafted. frenzy. Yeah, I gotta go the horse whisperer. I'm gonna go come The
3: horse whisperer has a has a plot that goes from beginning to end.
1: So and there
3: then our actors and then in another it, beginning
0: and, and then another end. Act- and then for and one he- good measure, let's do another. <laughs> <end>. <laughs> <Hopefully he's laughs> a That's yeah. not
3: unusual with large sort of family epics though. You know, it's yeah. and that's what it is. Nowadays, it would probably be made into like a Netflix or HBO, like four episode special. But for what it was, it's a decent romantic family epic. Yeah. I, I don't want to watch it again because of its length, not because of its low quality. That's All you're
4: awesome. really saying is it's a more traditionally structured narrative. You're not really saying that it's a better movie. I'm, I'm saying,
3: saying it. traditionally structured narrative is a better movie. And yes, if that makes me biased, Ooh, so
2: what? Bold statement. Throw down. <laughs> Especially coming from Nate. Yeah. Yeah, seriously. He did like get that clip ready, Tom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know. For yeah. the next time. <laughs> the next time. I know. He's like, he's screw to... tradition.
0: Although I, I agree never with... said that. I agree with you, Nate. <laughs> so, wait, so right now it's three horse whispers, two Kung Pao? Yeah, <laughs> what the hell are we arguing about? I don't know.
2: It's like Kung an Pao. order. <laughs> Who has you want Kung
0: Pao? I'm, yeah, I'm going Kung Pao. Because
4: go. I feel like arguing so about we're it. We're
0: tied. We're tied. Okay. <laughs> and nobody's budging, I bet. Eh, fuck it. I'll budge. No. I don't really care. So you're coming over to Kung Pao. Got it. Sure.
2: I agree. I think uh, Horse Whisperer is the better made film, but when it comes down to the watch test, I'll I'd pick Kung Pao any day. Robert Redford, I've decided, not that great.
0: <gasps>
2: How oh, <gasps> dare that you, was sir? Jeremiah
0: Johnson. What did you say about your Johnson? Was Jeremiah Johnson.
2: <laughs> Wasn't he Butch Cassidy too? Yeah, he was Butch Cassidy. <laughs> no, no, was no not he was Sundance Kid. Oh, he was Sundance
4: oh, yeah,
2: I'm not, name, I'm not saying he doesn't. I'm not
4: saying he doesn't make great films. I'm saying he is not as great as people think he is. He's really good in *Lost*.
0: Well, they have heard he's he a bag. Kung *Concave Under the Fist* or *The Great Gatsby*. Uh, the I can't
1: vote. Which one? God oh wait, it. the
3: one we did right, not the one with Robert Redford.
1: <laughs> the one with Leonardo.
2: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. *Great Gatsby*. Oh, *Great Gatsby*. I rewatched that recently. That's a great. How movie.
1: is it that low?
2: It, because <laughs> Nate <laughs> <'cause
1: he's laughs> doesn't <deep.
2: 'Cause laughs> like good movies.
0: I'm, I'm not, not saying on, it's I'm, I'm with Nate on that one. That is uh, yeah.
1: I'm not saying it's it's an amazing movie, but fluorescent it's... crap. No, I yeah, that's I watched you that because a month ago. Whenever I think of it, that's kind of the visual I get is just this giant fluorescent movie.
6: Yeah.
2: No, it actually but is
6: really good.
1: I liked it. It was it was fun. I rewatched No, Pacific it would be Rim like if the director
3: too, of Moulin Fair Rouge so well. made Great Gatsby. Oh, wait, that's what happened.
2: Yeah, <laughs> and Moulin Rouge is awesome.
3: The Great Gatsby is not Moulin Rouge. He just made the party scenes and then felt like he could translate that into the rest of the movie, and he doesn't. No, I. does not.
1: Strongly disagree, uh, sir. So, well, are, like we, the, are, the, are we at two and, were, two and two right now? Oh, there's, I'm not budging on this. Oh, absolutely not. Yeah.
0: Kung Pao, the end of the fist, is at 426 on our flick chart. It is over Kung Fury. Let's move on to the last remake of Beau Jest.
5: All right, we're back to talk about uh, my pick, the last remake of Beau Jest. It's a 1977 film. Um, I think it was written, directed, starring uh, Marty Feldman. It's what?
0: Uh, He said Steve Odeckerk.
5: Steve Odekirk, exactly. exactly. This is- I, I shouldn't have done that. I hadn't thought about that, but you're right. Yeah, we're, we're going on this sort of like yeah. one man show movies here. Um, he had a, more of an ensemble supporting cast, though, than Steve Odekirk did. Um, what Michael York, uh, James Earl Jones actually showed up in this. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's a, yeah. And it's Margaret. A, it's a take on, there were, I guess there was. Um, it's an old book about the the brothers, Jest, and they they joined the French Foreign Legion, and then they'd made several films about this. So this was sort of a, a parody of those films and the book. I'm going to start with Nate.
3: Um, gosh, I kind of wish you hadn't started with me, because not... Actually, not because I didn't like it, because I really liked it, and I'm really worried that now I'm going to end up like defending it this whole time, because I can really see people not liking this movie. But... <laughs> I felt I like I don't know. I mean this did remind me of old Mel Brooks comedies and that makes sense with Marty Feldman. Oddly enough, I I'd, I'd never seen like just a Marty Feldman movie. He was always the other guy in Mel Brooks comedies, right? Yep. And that's how I'm how I'm used to seeing him. But then this is just so madcap, so ridiculously over the top. And yet at the same time, he, the actor Marty Feldman feels mildly restrained, like he's playing a lot of these things up. Yeah. And it's it's so different i've never seen a movie like this even from the opening moments where he sticks his finger down and says it's right here and then the guys fall into the hole his finger made i laughed um, out, out at that part i'm not
0: gonna lie
3: yeah like it's so and the um, that's how i
0: knew i would like this movie
3: yeah <laughs> michael york michael york like constantly when he eventually you know Goes for it with his mom and Margaret. Um, <laughs> the fact that he doesn't—the fact that he doesn't stop calling her mo- mommy—is yeah. so bizarre. It was so uncomfortable. But yeah, the, the I word you're like, looking for
2: is creepy. Yeah. Yeah,
3: but he's also like—and then the split I, I screen like where Marty Feldman's with his sister.
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah, but he's—he's point—he's deliberately pointing fun at like kind of Regency era writing where the mother will come in and she will be like the same age as like the kids and things like this. And like, it's so, and there is this, there's always these weird feelings between brothers and sisters at that time, Who they, they will get adopted and get married in novels at that time. They're like, oh, who cares? You just married your sister. Cause it's freaking weird, you know? And so he's, <laughs> but he's, he's making fun of that whole thing. He's making fun of the, the war song at the beginning, that musical, maybe just for a change, will rape the men and murder the women. <laughs> that was that was funny. Yeah. <laughs>
1: And it's subtle, and so unless just, you're really listening, you're going, what? Did yeah. he just say no. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Or then the the way that um, Veruca Salt's dad, that's just how I know him. <laughs> <laughs> Veruca Salt's dad, yes. when he, when he waltzes up to Anne Margaret and says, in the creepiest possible way, your place or mine, <laughs> Like the some of the jokes in this are just, they're so ridiculously sexual. They're crazy with the they, they are unapologetic about the blackface.
6: Oh, yeah. Like the, the
3: scene with the guy where he, he's the news anchor and he pulls the mask off and it's white on one <laughs> half and black on the other. <laughs> was,
5: that Ed yeah, was Ed McMahon.
1: Uh,
3: yeah, there was Ed McMahon. Yeah. it was think, crazy. Seems Earl Jones jumps out in like a zoot suit. <laughs> like it was so, that, in, in a weird way that it made it, they accepted the absurdity of all this and it was clear that they were kind of making fun of the way the movies used to do that. Well, there's uh, another way
4: in which this relates to Kung Pao, and, and it's that Marty Feldman inserts himself right into the 1939 Bouges with Gary Cooper.
3: Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. He literally sits down there and talks with Gary Cooper. And this is oh, one of the yeah. first
4: films that did that.
3: Yeah. Like, th- and so this, it was be- just this is before Woody Allen different. even
4: started doing that.
3: So this is something else. I mean, it's just, and I, I kind of, I loved this movie. I'm actually gonna give it an A. I've talked myself into it. I was bouncing back and forth, but the more I think about it, I feel like this is a movie that I hadn't heard anything of, and we need to like go back and I want to watch it again and see if all if it still holds up the second time. And all of the ridiculous stuff that happens. Michael York has always been that weird supporting character, but in this, he's he is perfectly cast as that British pretty boy, and he he never seems to break character. I mean, mind right. you, there's not much to yeah. his character, but he never does, and that's it's genius. That he he never does. I mean, poor guy. Sure, he used to kiss Anne Margaret at the end, but you know,
4: <laughs> it was we all great make sacrifices for our art. We, exactly. All, exactly. we all do. Yeah, I I loved it. I loved this movie. Yeah.
5: All right, Tom. How about you?
4: Yeah, I think I'm 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 gonna give this one a C as well. Uh, this is another. I mean, this happens a lot with spoof movies where one joke will really land and the next one will really fall flat or, you know, one scene will be really strong and another one will just go on too long. There was a lot of that in this movie. I mean, I was sort of relieved when the film started and like a couple minutes in, I, w- I was laughing at certain things. I was like, okay, this isn't gonna be quite a slog like I thought it might be. Um, there's there's a lot of really brilliant stuff going on in here. Um, you know, like I was saying with, the, with Marty Feldman inserting himself into an old film, this this movie's kind of unsung for some of the comedic stuff that it's it did before it became the thing, you know. It's a little weird to realize that Anne Margaret was my age in this movie, uh, <laughs> you know, because wow. like growing up, I knew her only as like she was the uh, she was in Grumpy Old Men, yeah, and I had never really gone back and watched her earlier stuff. But I'm like, she's my age in this movie. Okay, I'm like I'm, I'm aging. Uh,
5: <laughs> this movie you happening. feel your mortality.
4: Yeah, I, I mean, like a lot of the stuff with the old butler was really funny. The escape from prison scene I thought was really funny. Like when he shot it as a silent film and he was doing all the Harold Lloyd stuff. Yeah, I don't think Marty Feldman gets credit for a lot of the stuff he did in this movie, which is which is really sad. um And I think if he had lived longer, he might have made more interesting stuff. Yeah, I think uh, he
5: died like. A bit next year or two yeah I mean, he, lived like a year he two died in this. like 82 i think was yeah. it okay um
4: i think he had just gotten like a three-picture deal with uh universal yeah and he made this and he was he was uh supposed to make two more so it's really unfortunate I and mean, he, he actually was i think he actually really is a comedic genius but he's just one he's just unsung because he's the weird guy in mel brooks movies yeah um, but he's so brilliant young frankenstein and you know m- most guys who like ride their friend's coattail into making their own movie don't do nearly this well.
2: Yeah. We you know already saw I mean? Transcendence, right? Mm-hmm. Transcendence. <laughs> <laughs> Hadn't thought of that, but that's a good, yeah, it's a good. Uh, yeah. Yeah.
4: Um, I didn't see Transcendence. So I, can't,
3: yeah, yeah.
2: Don't
4: bother. So I, I was pleasantly surprised. I, I was a little creeped out by the Michael York uh, and Margaret romantic subplot. And partially because I thought Mostly it would have been just because
3: more because he's insistent about saying mother over and over
4: again. <laughs> Yeah. And I thought it would have been more interesting if if he was like saw her as the villain, but whatever. There's a lot of funny stuff. There's some stuff that just doesn't work, so I'll give it a C. All
5: right. I'll go to
0: Brian. I'm kind of between a C and a B right now. I think probably if I had if I watch it again, I'd probably end up giving it a B. But for right now, I think I'm going to have to stick with a C. I enjoyed it. I liked a lot of what was done in this movie, but maybe it's just the age of the movie, but some of the jokes kind of uh, fell flat for me. Um, some of them you can like see coming a mile away. That's Like the thing. moment
3: when Veruca Salt's dad picks his person.
0: <laughs> what? What is his actual name?
3: Veruca Salt's
0: dad. <laughs> that's just, that's Roy Kinnear he shall always
3: be. Roy Kinnear. I actually I thought that Roy was Kinnear. Charles Dernan
4: at first when he first popped in. Yeah. No, like the part where uh, the doctor comes down and says, "I have good news and bad news." Uh, he yeah. He's yeah. dead. And he's like, "What's the bad news?" Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the, the, the doctor set it up that way. Oh, yeah. 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 But then there's
3: there's really yeah. clever stuff like with with that, that that there's like Miss and Catch it where he gets like, "Will you shut up?" And it's like, I I don't think I can answer that. You know. <laughs> <laughs>
2: The whole uh, like I think, I leg think. thing, was yeah. like screw it on. The whole like, oh, are they having gay sex in there? I don't know. I mean, that yeah. joke is so. It at the time it was probably actually very daring, but it's the yeah. same old tired like gay sex is funny.
0: And and I think I think some of the running gags in this movie were a little more annoying to me than uh, like the I'm a jest and we we never we'll keep our secrets and he just keeps talking and talking and talking and talking. Yeah, yeah. Not one guess. word, not one syllable. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so Steve, <laughs> what'd you think? Um, so I pretty much agree with most of what's been said. There were some funny moments. I actually found the, like, like opening the safe with the boobs thing kind of funny <laughs> um, and daring. Right. I, I for the time, yeah. right. That's pretty daring. Uh, but I just couldn't get into the movie. I, I don't know. It just yeah. felt very funny flat to me and even the the whole like Ahmed's camels sequence where it was like oh man i that i just was cringy even they had to know even at the time they had to know that that was not okay like there are certain things mm, where you're like yeah. okay well for the time but that's i mean really that yeah, that really made guys, me what's uncomfortable about that they sell camels yeah yes. yeah um, I, guess I, guess, but... if I didn't say this movie it was uh racially oh ostensibly. it's incredibly racist yeah. but let, i can i, I could forgive that for older movies
1: i didn't see that as racist because he sounded like he was from jersey not from the middle east because <laughs> <Yeah, I guess laughs> he's he bad at do it. doing I that
2: <laughs> but i don't th- i think the but intent the, I mean, <laughs> was <laughs> to be racist. Uh, even, yeah. even <laughs> something as
4: simple as the you the ululating while we're right into the battle
5: yeah that's
2: that's um,
4: like it's based on what people people's misconceptions about arabs rather than anything yeah. about arabs
2: yeah well, and the whole, you know, shooting the Campbell's hump and it keeps deflating. Yeah. That was stupid. I thought that was, I, I mean, I didn't laugh at that at all. It was all. funny. It was silly. And I mean, okay, so, the
1: third time was a little much, yeah. but the and, first yeah. time. It was, it so, was I mean, Yeah.
2: I just, I really, I don't know, I, I didn't like this movie. Even though there were funny things about it, I was really glad when it was over. Really glad. So I'm going to, I got to give it a D. I just, wow. it was really unpleasant. I will not watch this again. And yeah. if I go into your house and it's on, I will turn your TV off. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's hard. This, is, uh.
3: accidentally this is, is
2: accidentally
5: on. It is accidentally on. Exactly.
1: <clears throat> Kevin, how about you? Uh, this was the best of the three for me for for this month. So I'm going to give this a C. It's kind of between a B and a C. I love... I grew up with Mel Brooks, watching him yeah. in the theater. Um, Marty Feldman, when I saw... I, I didn't realize... Uh, his involvement in this and so I I enjoyed seeing him on screen but it wasn't to the same level uh, that I was anticipating based on the 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 time and the type of comedy and and just the direction it was going
2: well apparently the studio took this and completely recut it
1: Uh, yeah you were saying yeah yeah. and And so so, and
2: everybody says that the original version was way better yeah and way funnier but they recut it to make it more slapsticky because of the mel brooks connection yeah and i you could tell that
1: it'd be interesting to see the difference between them yeah from a creative point of view in this movie yeah yeah Yeah. this month aside from being tough to get through um in in my usual form it was tough to stay awake (laughs) i mean physically (laughs) stay awake uh not so much for this one as the the one we still have yet to review Mm -hmm. but i have a feeling that i may have dozed off a little bit longer than I thought because you guys are talking about some things going, I don't remember seeing that. <laughs> so I'm gonna have I'm gonna have to go back and rewatch this and I don't mind going back to rewatch this. Yeah. Um, well if I come over so <laughs> well, you're <laughs> shutting <me>. off. <laughs> I'm gonna hide the remote and make you watch it. That's right. Uh, so yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna give this an easy C. Okay. Yeah. I've had a tough time.
5: I'm vacillating I think similar to you guys between the C and the B. Like I liked this movie. I did. I'm not sure it necessarily was a great movie. Like I saw a lot of Mel, like I said, I saw a lot of Mel Brooks in it, you know, and you can obviously Feldman worked with him. So, I mean, there you can definitely see those influences, but like you said, it's, it's an early work. So it's not like, like, I feel like, like I said, had Marty Feldman gone out, made several more, I feel like he would have gone on to start doing some really amazing stuff. And maybe he did. I haven't seen like a couple of his other movies, you know? So I feel like I saw that potential there mm-hmm. and I enjoyed the movie. Like I, yeah. uh, You know, I, I can definitely see the, the flaws in it, but at the end of the day, I'd I'd rewatch it, you know. Yeah, yeah, you know, I'm gonna give it a B because I, I did. I liked the movie
3: with three C's, a D, an A, and a B. That yeah. gives the last remake of Bogast a C, which is a little sweet pepper. All I just right. want want our listeners at one point just to call us out on our
5: crap. <laughs> <laughs> Someday they will. Oh yeah. It just,
3: they're just once. they're just once. Because like, then I'd know. I'd be like, oh, you guys listen. Me. We have, yeah, we have, we have three things that like mean a C, not like a C minus.
6: We have things.
3: Like a pink pepper, a zombie face, and a Nicholas Cage. Those can all <laughs> be real C's. What the
6: hell wrong with us?
4: Yeah, I guess uh, Feldman did actually do a second film. Oh, he did. In God We Trust, or Give Me That Prime Time Religion. (laughs) Okay, yeah, no, I'm going to go find that. 1980, Peter Boyle's in it, Richard Pryor, Andy Kaufman.
1: What? Really? How have we not watched this? Oh, (laughs) Jesus. Oh, my God. That sounds
4: familiar. Richard Pryor, by the way, plays God. (laughs) G-O-G dot O dot D. Uh, The plot synopsis says... Raised in a Trappist monastery, the innocent Brother Ambrose, played by Feldman, sets out to find money to save the bankrupt monastery. His education and worldliness is provided by a hooker. (laughs) He eventually petitions God for the cash. God, of course, being Richard Pryor.
1: I think I may have seen this. Andy Kaufman
4: plays Armageddon T. Thunderbird. (laughs) (laughs) That's perfect.
0: Perfect. All right. last mm-hmm. so thing about him.
4: We are adding the last remake of Bogest to our flick chart. First film that comes up against is Three Kings, and I'm voting Three Kings.
5: Yeah. Three yeah. Kings. Three
4: Kings. Three, three Kings. Kings. Nate? Yeah. Three Kings. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Better movie. Bogest versus Four Lions. <laughs> Four Lions. I didn't see Four Lions. <laughs> Absolutely.
6: Absolutely. Oh, man.
3: Yeah. I'd go Four Lions, too. Yeah. A better the satire. only reason that is so Man. far down is it's, it's just its subject material is so dark.
4: Yeah, I haven't seen Four Lions. So, you guys are all going Four Lions? You three? Yeah. Four Lions wins. Bojest versus Stakeland.
5: Stakeland. I didn't see it.
0: Bojest. I had no seen.
4: Stakeland. Oh, it's two and two. Yeah, I'm not budging.
1: Okay. I uh, can right, budge. Puts... No, I'll okay. budge. Yeah, I was just thinking, I'm trying to, I was thinking back to Stakeland. <laughs> yeah, I can budge. I'll go Bojest. Okay. Bojess wins. and Now it is up against Taps. Taps.
3: Bojess.
4: Taps?
3: The That's Tom Cruise one? Man. Yeah. I'd go Bojess.
4: Taps
5: should not be that low. That was a good, I haven't great seen game. Taps, so I can't vote. I haven't seen it either. So.
1: Brian, where'd you go? Bojess. Oh, I'm not punching on this one. Taps is great. Steven
4: Kevin went Taps?
1: Yep.
4: Nate, you went Bojess? I went Bojess. Nobody's moving? No. 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 All right. That puts the last remake of Bojest at number 382 on our flick chart. Is below Jupiter Ascending. It is below Skyline. It is below staying alive. I'm going I'm just I'm going up the list, by the way. It's below a lonely place for dying. Wow. It's below Yuli's gold. Rough, that's a rough spot. But it is above. The kids are all right. <laughs> oh, that mm. movie. Fascinating,
2: wow! Fascinating. All right,
0: uh, the best part uh, about it being below a lonely place for Diane is we've only watched the first third of that. <laughs> <movie>.
1: <laughs> about once every thirds. month or so, I'm going through either Netflix or Amazon and I see it and I'm like, Oh, I'm gonna start to watch this, and I get like 30 seconds into it, and I'm like, eh, maybe another time.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's about the reaction we all had. We yeah, had to watch it. <laughs>
0: yeah we're so glad it was only like 30 minutes long yeah
4: Yeah.
1: and
0: yet (laughs) it is that theme song's amazing
4: that's
2: what saves
0: it
3: yeah it does every time i do it i'm like i could shoot it down but gosh darn it
4: that theme song okay we'll take a short break come back and talk about zebra man I and guess it's going to should... be hard for you to lead a segment on a movie you didn't see,
3: huh? Actually, leading it would be easier because I can just I can just move it around to different people.
4: Okay. Yeah.
2: I still think you should talk about the Guardians.
3: Oh, oh, I have a speech. <laughs> I can give you three minutes on the Guardians that will make you immediately drop everything you're doing and watch this film.
2: Oh, I want to watch it. Wait, what yeah. was it?
5: I
1: never even know what it was. Like... It is well, a actually, Russian wait.
3: remake of The Avengers.
5: Really? Yeah, it's
1: kind of what it looked like from the beginning. And it's
3: <laughs> better than The Avengers.
1: Uh, oh. Those are fighting words in the barn,
5: man.
3: in so many ways and in so many ways it's not. Most <laughs> of the ways it probably is. <laughs> All right, so we're going to talk about the movie that I picked but didn't watch. Um pull the Kevin. Zeberman. He didn't pull a Kevin cuz he's here right now. Oh, that's true. Cuz I'm here, I showed up. Yeah. He pull the half Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't watch it because there was some confusion. I watched another film um, that we'll talk about soon. But the movie that I did choose for the rest of everyone in the podcast to watch, and then I kevined out, is called Zebra Man. It's by Takahashi Mikae, who is a famous Japanese director who has made over a hundred films. He's famous for making two or three films a year. He just kind of spits them out. He's probably best well known for making movies like Audition and Thirteen Assassins. This film, though, according to IMDb, is about a down-and-out school teacher who receives the calling to become the real-life personification of an old television superhero, Zebra Man. I chose it because it looked absolutely ridiculous and like a spoof of comic book movies. Let's find out if that was the truth. <laughs> Kevin, you seemed just absolutely elated to have watched this film in particular. Talk to us about Zebra Man.
1: So I I wasn't immediately turned off by the fact that it was foreign. I have come to appreciate understanding the fact that culture can have a lot to do with how a movie is uh, conveyed and and how a story is tried to be told. And and I can give film some leeway to do that. All that being said, I hated this film. (laughs) Uh, I wanted to, I really wanted to like it. It was really hard to watch, and and the more I think about it, what I truly think made it difficult for me was I really disliked the main character, the teacher, yeah. the zebra man. He was not likable. He's... I couldn't be empathetic towards him. He just like a milquetoast. I couldn't care yeah. less if he rolled over and died. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and I yeah yeah he was kind of just there. Here's here's this guy who is. His own children disrespect him. The people he works with disrespect him. The only person that potentially has any feign of interest is the the new student who himself probably is used to being ostracized and doesn't have any friends in the world. So, hey, I'll pick this guy. I mean, that's not why I disliked it, but that definitely added to the fact. I'm going through this and I'm going, how long is this freaking movie? And I look, and it's under two hours. Go no, no. Oh, yeah, <laughs> technically, it's under two hours. <laughs> <laughs> I, there were some good parts, but not many. Uh, I didn't like this, and I got to give it an F. Wow. Yeah, I really didn't like it.
6: All
3: right, all right. Um, Patrick, could you give us any hints at the plot? <laughs> oh, sorry. Agree? Well, no, that's all good.
5: <laughs> so basically, this teacher who's as kevin described is basically has no characteristics at all yeah he's he's basically yeah his his wife doesn't like him his kids don't respect him his people at work don't respect him he has no real friends he makes he doesn't stand up for himself he no no, he's he's yeah he sews his own zebra man costume which zebra man was a like a one season tv show when he was a kid and he loved it and so he he dresses up like a superhero he finds out that this disabled kid at school, who he befriends, also so loves zebra man. So teachers starts hanging
2: out with yes. a little boy, little, a little boy. boy in a wheelchair. Yeah, nothing wrong there. Yeah. In a room, and, and, alone. and one yeah, scene, at the end. little Even. boy in
1: a wheelchair <laughs> with a hot mom. Yeah, the, yeah. the mom well. comes home and finds but he's
2: married and has and finds him there and
1: finds the, the teacher in the room, in
5: the bedroom, <laughs> and she's like, "Do you want dinner?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah, she asked if he wanted to stay for dinner. Yeah. So I mean. Culturally, I knew clearly there is a I know Japan. so this yeah. was in Japan. Japan, I apparently, need to Japan. yeah, they're cool with this shit. So, <laughs> well, so yeah,
6: had... let's
4: stuff that Japan is cool with. Let's talk about uh, his daughter hanging <laughs> out with a uh, creepy crab man. Yeah. Yeah. Oh
2: yeah, 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 yeah. yeah so it I'm turns pretty, pretty out... sure she was selling herself. In that oh yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm
1: pretty sure. Yeah, I don't think she even took money for it. No, I think she just yeah. I'm not no, sure. Like, she, she just yeah. basically yeah. was. Oh yeah, they well no they... it wasn't even pretty sure. He even said, oh can we do it again? Yeah. So they had already done it yeah, once. And she, yeah, so he basically dressed up as a
5: superhero and goes out in the streets and starts fighting crime. Not fighting crime. Mm-hmm. He fights this guy, a guy dressed up as a crab. <laughs> just a crab head. A crab head. And it turns out as he fights Wait, the guy, he actually has. the guy who's dressed up. No, the other guy's a bad guy. He was the one having sex with this guy's daughter. <laughs> <laughs> but he just. Ha- yeah. They just, happen just to, to be de- they happen to yeah. run into each other. And he's wearing a crab head while the other guy's dressed up as a superhero. So they fight, but it turns out he actually has the same zebra man superpowers right. that the character in his that he's dressed up as has. With no explanation, so he's, why? Yeah, yeah, he's totally surprised to find out that he has these superpowers.
4: We should mention that crab man had just brutally murdered a
2: woman. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, you're
5: right. Yep, Crabman. Yeah, this family so, film. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So Crabman did that. I have to admit, I fell asleep at least twice during
2: this film.
5: <laughs> at least. Everybody going to on this? movie. Really. Did, he,
2: did he kill the Crabman well, in that he scene? Did, yes, he did. yes, he did. Yeah. But then he uh, reappears later.
5: That's more like in it's a montage. Crap. Oh yeah, that's a different. Oh, it's yeah, a it's different a different Crabman, but it, yeah, wasn't the same guy. That was no, more he, like. He, uh, don't you remember the, the scene where Crabman Crab you... Man was the real Crab
4: Man, except it was in the dream. Right,
1: exactly. You, you yeah. See where. The real Crab Man had... from the series. Yeah. yeah. Punched the, the Crab yeah, Man in the was face. Confused. And it looked like ca- a soup bowl cavity with green little. And then there were like, little
2: like, green blobs that were taking people over? Because yeah. really the plot was
5: <laughs> there were green aliens that had landed. And they were watching the old Zebra Man, reading the old Zebra Man scripts and using that yes. as their plot to take over
1: the world. That's
2: right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So that's the best. But that's exactly story. what happened
2: in a Zebra Man episode. Yes. Right. right.
1: <laughs> it only happened that way because it happened in the episode. Yeah.
2: I, I
3: love this movie now.
1: It was very meta. <laughs>
3: that's
1: awesome. It was you very meta.
4: I'm, I'm telling you right now, you picked a winner for <laughs> WTF month.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, this is that's WTF. If this yeah, were reverse like grading, this. it would get an A. Yeah. <laughs> So, so does that clear it up for you, Nate? (laughs) Yes, But wait, no. So what happened in the end? What what
6: would you grade this movie?
3: So
1: in the end, (laughs) you watched it. So no, I did. I did actually watch the end of this one. And (laughs) you're still (laughs) asking what's what? No, no, I (laughs) want
5: him to tell Nate. So he. Okay, so he eventually realizes that the one of the teachers at the school. Was an alien himself? I think, I think this the is what original I think He was one of the original aliens. Yeah. he was trying right, to right. keep the aliens at bay by locking them in the school, but they were starting to get out, and that's why all this crazy stuff oh, was I happening. That.
2: I think that's this. Okay. Again, Underneath this yeah. the is, this is the my understanding. Yeah, they yeah, right? were. Yeah,
5: yeah. I think that's what happened because there's a scene where he's taping up the school, trying to keep it in, and then suddenly the green ooze comes out, and then I think uh, they kill him. Maybe. <laughs> I'm not. Uh, do they kill really, him, or do they just kind of absorb him? I don't
1: know. I guess it'd be the same. So he Ryan was and... a
2: alien. I yeah. think I he. I well, I think so, he was yeah. one of the
1: first humans that was taken over by the aliens. Yeah, yeah, because okay. the aliens are basically right. taking over people. Yeah, yeah, you know,
2: invasion of the body
5: snatchers. Yeah. Thing. So then he basically he read he suddenly realizes that it's the zebra man script. So he reads the final zebra man script to find out that he needs to fly. Right. So then there's like twenty minutes of him throwing himself off of a bridge. <laughs> And painfully (laughs) not flying. Yeah. And then in the end, he does fly. I think he becomes a Pegasus unicorn. Yes, he does.
1: Pegasus Pegasus, unicorn zebra. Yeah, he's yeah, you know, a zebra. There's no horn. And, but how does he fire the but like he, that ray out of his? That's what I thought. That, I guess thought a <laughs> I thought sure it was a unicorn. Are you sure
5: it wasn't a unicorn?
1: And then he, he marks the Zorro on yeah, the, on the yeah, giant conglomerate alien. Yeah,
5: so he writes a big yeah. He Zorro's the alien basically <laughs> and defeats
1: him. Right. So he defeats the alien. He saves the world or Japan. Yeah. Why was he in handcuffs?
0: Because the school blew up and he was there when it happened. All right. They can't, they, they've been trying to keep all this alien activity under wraps. So if a school blew up, they were using him as a scapegoat oh. rather than letting the entire world know that they were actually aliens.
1: Yeah. But then as he's stepping, you know, as, as the detective throws open the flap on the back of the truck, there's, you know, 200 people there cheering for him. Yeah, I don't know. And then he he marches through. Because the through men the in co-
0: black haven't shown up and neuralized it
1: yet. <laughs> He marches yeah. through the crowd. You know, walks up the the city hall steps and magically turns into Zebra Man again. <laughs> you know, and and I think there's a lot of I
4: get the sense that the um, agent had spilled the beans on who he was against the wishes of the government.
1: That, that's a lot of inference and, and assumption. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of stuff that I'm not <laughs> sure. About. I don't, honestly, I had no
2: fucking clue what was going on I, in this movie at any given moment. <laughs> I wasn't sure who was doing what or what no. was happening. I'd see him home with his family and then he's hanging out having dinner with the with a disabled woman. boy yeah. and her mom or yeah. his mom yeah. and I'm like, wait, don't you have a family? Yeah, he didn't really and then didn't like, wait, are you the yeah. same? I had no idea what was happening.
4: They talked about his family. Why is that confusing?
2: Yeah, I, I realized that, but I didn't understand why he's hanging out with a dis- disabled boy and he's his mom Man when family. he has a family at home. But his family because completely disrespects out... him. He doesn't like that.
0: Yeah, Nate. I so a... you know, after all of this description, A. all right,
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm locking it in, Brian. <laughs> Literally, from one scene to the next no idea what was happening
4: so what grade would you give it
2: oh f hard f <laughs> oh, yeah hard absolutely f- i don't i i've never been a fan of the the japanese 70s superhero kind of thing where the rubber costumes yeah, this, and all that this is very
4: specific oh, yeah yeah he's not mm-hmm. spoofing he's spoofing superhero movies but it's a very specific yeah. Subgenre of superhero movies, which Sub- is the Jack Sub- man and all that stuff.
2: Yeah. I just Ultraman. never was an Ultraman. Mm-hmm. I was never a fan of that. I can never get into it. And this is clearly taking off of that. And you're telling just, me,
5: you're telling me, Zebra Nurse didn't bring it up to a D for you? <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh. Zebra Nurse. Zebra oh, wait, yeah. Right. yeah. What? where did that come? What, what, that was okay. a dream sequence. Yeah. It was a dream. That, yes. was,
5: when cra- that was when the crab. That was when the Man was back there. That's okay. why you got confused.
1: Man, you really. I fell didn't asleep this a lot. I fell asleep a lot. In yeah, this movie so did that. I even picked up on that. Yeah, I didn't pick up on it because
2: I, I couldn't tell what was a dream and what was really happening. And Man. I say I fell,
5: yeah, I fell asleep and I was following. it. I, 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 the movie started off and I had no idea what the heck was going on and I really didn't like it and I fell asleep a few times through it, but by the end, I kind of enjoyed
2: it. Like, yeah. I. I got to give it a C. I have no, I'm not sure how I feel about it. Like I I think I actually, it was dubbed because I had a really hard time paying attention, but if I could have lost focus, but still kind of kept hearing what was going on, I probably would have enjoyed it more. Yeah. But I had to focus on it so much that because of the subtitles and everything, it wasn't the kind of thing that where I could just kind of enjoy the craziness.
5: But like at the end of it, when you finally, and I'm still not entirely certain what happened, It seems like there's a really good idea in there somewhere. Like, I feel like this movie could be made well. Like, I'm like, I want, I almost want, I think I'm going to watch it again. Like, (laughs) just to try to figure this out.
2: Watch the sequel. That's what maybe I'll do. (laughs) Maybe I'll just watch
5: the sequel. Zebra
3: Man 2 Attack on Zebra City.
5: So, yeah, no, I thought I was going to hate it going into it. And, yeah,
2: I'm going to give it a C because
5: I'm I'm not sure about it.
1: (laughs) lonely single moms lonely pretty single moms <laughs> yeah again i need to move there
2: <laughs> yeah. hey i'm a sad man i can move there
1: <laughs> that wasn't quite the angle i was going for brian but... brian
3: um. <laughs> talk to us about zebra
0: man and why you enjoyed it so much this movie just reminds me a lot of one punch man i don't know if anyone else has watched that Maybe.
2: Um heard of it
0: it it's an anime where the the main character can literally defeat any opponent by with one punch and it's how depressingly sad his life is as a superhero because he has literally no challenge at all in defeating anything and he he gets he gets zero credit for all of it. <laughs> like, everyone always thinks everything he does is staged because he makes it look so easy. And uh, I don't know, it's just like the absurdity of that and the absurdity of this. I, I don't know. You guys said it was hard to follow. I was right there the whole time. I, I loved it.
3: So if you want to know what's up, Brian Zowie. <laughs> yeah.
4: Tom? Um, I'm going to give this to C as well. It's pretty much the same deal as the other two. A lot of it works. A lot of it doesn't. There's a lot of it that I found funny. There was a lot of times where I had no idea what was going on. Part of that was I'll, I'll admit that I thought certain characters were the same guy as the other guy or the same <laughs> lady as the other lady. Yeah. Um, I think my biggest criticism of this is that it is, I cannot see this as a family film. Oh yeah. No. Um, was I don't know if it was marketed as a family film. I don't know how it was marketed, but I've seen critics who reviewed this movie say, this is a movie you could take your whole family to. I would not show this movie to my kids.
6: There's really? like, oh, no, yeah, no.
4: Brutalization of women and that, that scene where the uh, wormy government sidekick starts melting.
1: Yeah, that was a was little har-hying. hard. It was, like um, s- standing on the chair by the window and his face just started to. Oh, yeah. It's like the, the alien was eating was him from mean, the inside out.
4: And apparently in the city, there's just like petty rapists like they're just running around in broad daylight like picking up women and literally picking up women literally picking yeah. up women oh yeah yeah and running away with them like like they just robbed a convenience store or something it's it's absolutely insane um <laughs> and i i think especially like with the crab man killing that girl was was really that felt like out of place cuz just so much of the movie is so goofy and it's all based on this japanese tv superhero stuff that's so popular in japan but you know, just like most boops, it's, it's just kind of a mixed bag. And I think it tried to get a little bit too big with CGI. I think it would have been more interesting if it was a little smaller in scale. Uh, but, yeah, I'll, I'll give it a C.
3: Okay, so that gives Zeberman two Fs, two Cs, and an A.
2: That's a, that's a pretty widespread. Problem. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Zebra Man gets a D plus, D plus, which is a coked
5: out penguin. Two C's and two F's would be a straight Nate, do
4: you want to give us your review of the Guardians before I throw this on?
3: Uh, sure. Yeah. All right. So, um, I threw a simple mishap accidentally watched a Russian movie instead of a
5: movie. Is <laughs> damn Russian hacking? Yeah. yeah.
3: my bad. It's a complete, yeah. Um, we didn't think we would get Zeberman, and so Steve gave apparently only me a backup film, which was a... <laughs> <laughs> it's a Russian movie called The Guardians. It came out this year. It is really, it's a Russian version of The Avengers. So let me give you my really quick three-minute plot synopsis so that you'll want to go see this movie. All right, so how this movie starts, guys, is there's an evil bad guy that can control robots, right? Anything mechanical. All right, seems like a pretty good bad guy. And then the Russians naturally want to get together their team of guardians. And so in a um, scene that takes probably all of five minutes, they go and get their team of Avengers, which consists of a Mongolian guy who's just really fast, a stereotypical Russian guy who can control rocks, a Russian guy who is a were bear. That's the best play. He can, way I can, he can control it. rocks. He can control rocks. Like he's like an avatar, the last airbender, earthbender guy. Like he's, okay. rock, he's totally an earthbender.
0: He's a rock. rock stay right control there. Rocks. Good job. <laughs> yes,
3: <laughs> <laughs> they listen to him really well. Um, and then they, which move. is probably possibly my favorite character, a female, the only female on on the team, who she can turn invisible when she's underwater. <laughs> <laughs> that's dead legitimate that's her power in oh. fact there's there's even a scene where after they collect everybody and they've already demonstrated this that she can turn invisible underwater where they turn to her and say wait what's your superpower and she <laughs> she then explains it to them She's like, i can turn invisible but only underwater and they're like oh great that will be really useful and
6: it's like at what point will that be really
0: useful? If they need to assassinate Aquaman, yeah.
3: She just she spent the rest of the movie literally being saved by these three men. Oh <laughs> As it and should be. And by the way, the, oh. yeah, it's ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. She just she literally they they have this this big action scene, and her first action scene, she gets like frozen solid, <laughs> and, and then the men just fight around her. She literally does nothing. <laughs> I'm not no. joking. This is... And the Russian subtitles seem like they are written by like an American stereotypical Russian, not an actual Russian, like an American Russian who has like bad grammar. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like the, the subtitles would be like, and now we go missioning. Go, go,
1: go! <laughs> there is even
3: a whole scene where the subtitles literally just said foreign gibber jabber. <laughs> foreign gibber <laughs>
1: jabber. <laughs> 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 Apparently, they missed the concept <laughs> of <jibber jabber> subtitles. <laughs>
6: think about that
0: is that the only time I feel like I've heard the word jibber-jabber ever used is from Mr. T. Yeah.
4: Uh, Co-written by Clever Lang and Yvonne Drago. Yeah.
3: But it's like the guy was just turns out the guy's just speaking Latin. It's just the Latin prayer. Like they couldn't translate that. Like what the hell?
1: No, like, no
0: it's jibber-jabber. Jibber jabber. <laughs>
3: and so then at, at the end, like, crazy mechanical guy, of course, beats them the first time and captures some of them. And then they all come back and they have to get new powers, right? So they give them, like, power suits, which directly make them look like Avengers character. Like, really fast Mongolian guy. They just turn him into the Winter Soldier. He literally uh... just looks like the Winter Soldier. The girl, they, they give her a power suit that um, just apparently covers her in water and lets her be invisible whenever she wants. So she was worthless until she got a powerful suit. And then the rock guy, instead of just allowing him to be a cool How does rock she bed, breathe? I don't know. Her suit also barely covers her. It's basically just like a bikini. So, And then when she turns invisible, you can still see her. But she's just like a naked so CGI. So her private
4: parts are invisible? I don't know. <laughs> it's weird. It's really it's weird. Like the worst porn It doesn't, it doesn't, porn
3: feel, ever. It doesn't <laughs> I can't it doesn't see a damn <laughs> <laughs> no. And then rock guy, they give him like whiplash from Iron Man 2's whip instead of like rocks and then they just attach rocks to it I feel
2: like these are all just the russian characters from the avengers yeah, yeah.
3: that's ex- and then but it's like this guy could already control rocks and you've like actually taken away his powers like they physically made him weaker um <laughs> then the the bear guy they decide somewhat rightly hey what does a bear need what if we just gave him a gatling gun like they don't <laughs> give him anything else this is and by the way he just turns into a bear that's his only superpower so then they just give him a Gatling that is, gun.
4: That is extremely Russian. Yeah. Extremely Russian supercar. It's yeah. so... And now, mind you, it is
3: freaking awesome. Because then at one point in the movie, he just turns into a full-on bear with two Gatling guns on his back and just starts taking bros out. <laughs> <laughs> which is, which which is, is also dumb. extremely <laughs> Russian. Part of the problem is that machine guy, scary machine gun bad guy, has taken control of a super killer laser that Ronald Reagan made. <laughs> oh, okay. back in the 1980s oh, nice. like dead serious like they do which was funny to me because i'm like oh they do the same exact thing we do to them we're probably, oh yeah we, we like go and yeah. get an evil russian satellite they go and get an evil american satellite i was like it's yeah. good to know we we do the same thing we're equal there and then at i don't want to give anything away but at the end they basically it basically turns into dragon ball z <laughs> 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 god only knows why like wow. you have to watch this movie to even Comprehend. This movie was so so wonderful, just so wonderful. <laughs> it's wow. not that long either. It's just it was stupid. <laughs> That's the guardians.
2: I want to watch it. Yes. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Oh, and the bear's name is Anus. <laughs> <laughs> of course it is. And it's pronounced uh. that way.
4: <laughs> All right. So let's add Zebra Man to our flick chart. I'm buying Guardians on Blu-ray. It's getting released <laughs> in December. <laughs> First matchup: Zebra Man is up against Fight Club. Fight, Fight, Fight Club. Club. <laughs> yeah. Zebra Man versus straight out of
2: Compton. Straight out of Compton.
0: man. It's literally just me and Steve, isn't it? No, oh. I've seen it. Oh, am I the only one left?
4: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, ha. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go Zebra Man. Superman versus Manchester by the Sea. Or Manchester.
1: Zebra Manchester by the Sea. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see that, that movie. So much <laughs> I went Manchester by the Sea. Yeah, yeah. To see. I'll go. I'm Manchester. also going Manchester by the Sea.
0: I'm gonna uh, probably be the lone wolf on that one.
4: Zebra Man versus Cockneys versus Zombies. <laughs> Cockneys, <laughs> Cockneys
2: versus
0: Zombies. Oh, I forgot oh. we did that movie. Agreed. Cockneys versus Zombies. This. Uh, Zebra Man. Anybody besides Brian going Zebra Man? I don't think anyone besides Brian's gonna go Zebra Man for much on this list. Yeah.
4: All right, Cockneys versus Zombies wins. Zebra Man versus Victor Victoria.
2: Oh God, I did pick that movie too. Uh, <laughs> uh Zebra Man. <laughs> yeah, I'll go Zebra Man on this one. I did Wrong, it. Brian. Who can go? Just Brian and Steve.
0: Apparently,
2: but oh, we agree. So, yeah, you agree.
0: How was that movie wins? on the
1: podcast? If only you two have watched it.
0: So Nate hasn't I... watched Zebra Man.
1: Yeah, Nate's. Yeah. Oh, but I've seen okay. Victor Victoria.
0: All right, all right. I forgot about that. Thank
4: you. This ought to be interesting Zebra Man versus Stranger Than Paradise.
0: Stranger Than Paradise.
5: Oh, Zebra Man. The... We just watched this one we watched. last month. What was it about? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much nothing. Pretty, yeah, pretty much, much nothing. nothing. The people hanging out. The,
0: oh, that was the Jim Jarmusch movie. Jim yeah.
5: Jarmusch, the immigrant yeah, comes it. and lives with her. Uh, oh, and they, okay. And they do absolutely nothing. Then they go to Chicago and do nothing. Then they go to Florida and do nothing.
4: I could probably make like a full-length podcast of just
0: Kevin going, oh. <laughs> over and over and over. <laughs> oh, please do. Oh, please the do. Kevin going, oh, a super cut of buried cinema. <laughs>
4: Um, I'm going Stranger Than Paradise. Steve's going Stranger Than Paradise.
5: Absolutely. I'm going Zebra Man.
0: So am I. It's down to Kevin.
1: Deciding <laughs> vote.
3: Had <laughs> to be reminded of this. I know.
1: Well, I didn't remember it by the title, but I remember the movie. They both sucked. <laughs> <laughs> Although I gave, I didn't give Stranger Than Paradise. I think I gave it a C or a D. I know I didn't give it an. I'm pretty sure I didn't give it an F. No, you didn't give it an F. Yeah. But after rethinking it. <laughs> no, I just, I was. You gave it an F. Oh, yeah. I, gave yeah. It, I was disappointed. Yeah. I'm going to go straight into the paradise. All right. yeah. Jim Jarmusch beats Takashi Mike. I okay. want to see that fight.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Got to bring back, uh, what was it? Celebrity Deathmatch? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I love that, great that show. Zebra Man versus the first film we ever reviewed on the podcast.
2: 18. Toy Story 3. The 18. The 18. The 18.
1: The 18. Yeah. I haven't seen it. 18 zebra man I didn't, I didn't see it come I'm actually going to go zebra man
2: really yeah. yeah the
5: first and the last yeah, yeah. first and last A yeah. to this Z the alpha and the omega yeah. it is the A team <laughs> and the zebra man yeah oh Zebra man.
1: This is it's Time Zibraman. to drop the mic and walk out. Yeah, yeah. I, I think we just ended just the podcast. Got to end the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, just, I think. I'm nice doing the, this with you guys. That, so, that right. is fate telling us. seven years. Uh, on We've on.
0: also done Zootopia on the podcast. Get out of here. Ah, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> 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 yeah, exactly. So maybe well, we... alphabetically, it's past zebra man. So
1: we need to. But
4: you don't phonetically say Z when you say Zootopia. So
1: we need to. Um... Let's continue. <laughs> It's Move past the, the flick chart. Well this is the end of flick chart now. We'll bring in a new segment. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. The Kevin going, oh segment. <laughs> oh that
2: movie. Yeah. <laughs> oh I reminding Kevin of what he watched.
1: <laughs> hey, shut up. How many times do you ask me if I've seen Maggie? <laughs> I have no idea.
4: I don't remember who said what now.
1: <laughs>
0: I
4: don't remember the movie so. I haven't I seen the 18 about? 18 or Zebra oh, 18. Man? I haven't seen it
0: Zebra Man and I think you went Zebra Man I um, did
1: yeah I think Zebra yeah, I think Man think won it.
4: Zebra Man is at number 406 on our flick Chart. three spots below Chappie and three spots above The Merry Gentleman it's above Six String Samurai good and no. above Breaking 2 Watch your Boogaloo. No. What? And it's also above the exploding sleeping bag. (laughs) (laughs) Salami Bear. I guess we're going to take a break and talk about what we're watching at the next
1: podcast.
6: All right.
1: Okay, welcome back for our last segment here. We're going to tell you what we're going to be watching and talking about for next month uh, with my pick. There's a a new movie coming out in the theaters that kind of. piqued my interest when I started seeing the trailers for it, uh, Murder on the Orient Express. And it wasn't so much uh, about the amazing cast, but it it was the retelling of the movie that was already done to tell the story about Agatha Christie's uh, novel Murder on the Orient Express. And then when I saw the cast, um i mean johnny Depp, michelle pfeiffer penelope cruz i can't forget to mention kenneth brana uh who also directs who will
2: come and find you if you do forget to mention him? (laughs) i know
1: that's true so uh when i saw this as an opportunity i said i want to see this because it looks like it's going to be something that's interesting to talk about and i don't recall who had the immediate pairing i did so was your theme uh, there kevin oh thank you tom my theme is remakes <laughs> no, it's one of those. They just sit they there
2: tiptoeing around the word. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they don't get enough attention. Yeah, <laughs> it's remakes. Yeah. I was trying to find a remake that was um, something I hadn't seen that could potentially be decent because after this month, I'd like to watch a decent movie. Plus, also, I want to you know make Brian's life miserable. So I'm choosing the remake of Evil Dead. Came out oh, four you. or five <laughs> years ago. <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, I I never wanted to watch that. Yeah, I know. And uh, I've been wanting to watch it for a while, just because I'm curious more than anything else. And, because I I do like the original Evil Dead. It's a it's a classic horror movie, and yeah, I just kind of want to see what they did with it. So I've never watched the original.
1: I'm gonna have to watch
2: that.
3: I've heard this one though takes out any or all of the um campiness
2: of it oh yeah it's not they they made it as a straight horror movie yeah and i've
3: read about yeah.
4: the violence and i just yeah. I don't want to watch it yeah it's gross enough reading about it yeah Oof. well i also chose a horror movie <laughs> i chose werner herzog's 1979 remake of nosferatu okay remake of the 1922 film by Murnau, which i have already chosen for the podcast, and the podcast. yeah stars klaus kinski so literally and literally
1: chosen a
2: remake of a movie you already chose yes yeah and the a movie that was kind of a remake with shadow of the vampire yeah so essentially we'll have done this movie three times <laughs>
1: <laughs> so we're
2: experts. all
4: iterations of this <laughs> well, i haven't yet chosen anything directly adapted from nosferatu source material i could do that at some point but you know i just Felt like we haven't done enough vampire movies yet. So
1: <laughs> Yeah, it's all this zombie crap. What about vampires? Yeah. So uh, um Nate? I
4: had the I had the wild card, which means I can just kind
3: of choose whatever the hell I want based off what Tom chose. And for those of you who've been paying attention, Tom ranks I sent him earlier because I was genuinely just sitting around thinking, like, hmm, how in the world could I pair the movie Fitz Coraldo to what Tom picks? Well, I guess the rest of you guys don't know what Fitzcarraldo is, but it's another Absolutely movie with Ver- oh I do. It's another movie with Werner Werner Herzog and Klaus Kinski. So <laughs> Tom is, uh, and me, Notorious. This is an incredibly famous movie. Um,
6: Why?
3: It's a, this, it's a story of a man who is determined to build an opera house in the jungle. Um, it's mostly for the making of it. Werner Herzog literally has them carry a steamship over a mountain, and he films it. And in the making of this movie, Klaus Kinski tried to shoot and kill him. <laughs> oh, that's awesome!
2: That's yeah,
3: yeah. Like, cool. and Werner Herzog is like, yes, that's just the part of my process.
2: <laughs> right? wow. He's like he seems okay with.
3: But you should understand, Werner Herzog is also a man who lost a bet. And literally ate his own shoe. Yep. Yeah, he cooked it in lemon sauce with asparagus and ate his own shoe. There's a movie about it. Yeah. Bernard he Herzog has, eats his shoe. Yes, he, he
4: makes movies about everything he does. Bernard yeah. Herzog might might be certifiably insane, but he is also
3: a fantastic filmmaker and yeah. um, makes, strangely enough, like really family-friendly documentaries that are just brilliant, and also bizarre, bizarre, strange movies that wow. are brilliant.
1: All right. That one sounds genuinely interesting. So we'll do this again next month. gave me a light bulb moment mm-hmm. ah. <laughs> <Ding>. uh. <laughs>